And we are back at it. Good, bad, or indifferent. We're doing this again. Good, good, or better. Episode 7,654. Oh, goodness. All right. We, I, I've been doing some research on Fortune Magazine. Disclaimer, anything he says was not really researched. <laughs> this is a bad idea. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh. So you're right. I, I've been doing some research. I've been reading this magazine. The, the funny thing is, I, oh my gosh, I've been doing some research on Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I sounded like. Some schmuck who's like, I get all my information from People Magazine. So, so we're totally getting sued by People Magazine for that comment. Probably. Uh, <laughs> I'd be flattered if People Magazine know, right? thought that our podcast was threatening enough that they would sue us. Mm -hmm. Like, that would be awesome. Seriously. <laughs> so. The National Enquirer comes after us. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, be before you jump back in, since I pretty much derailed you, I'm going to throw out to our listeners that actually you are the person in the company that does the majority <laughs> of the market research. Like I said, I, good, bad, or indifferent. I, uh, like it, <laughs> if, if you've listened to this show for a while and, you know, kind of got a flair for our personalities, uh, you know, like I'm kind of the uptight stickler, love to do the numbers. And, uh, you know, the other Ryan, he's comes across as like the, the, the goofball fly by the seat Idiot. of your pants doing whatever <laughs> he feels like, which is pretty much true, except for you do all the research. Yeah. <laughs> I like, know. Like 90% of it is done by you. I know. It's scary. It's <laughs> so, like, I totally give off this vibe that I should not be trusted. Exactly. And for the most part, it's true. <laughs> but it's funny because other businesses have you do research for them as well. I know. I know. Like, I'm not the only one who got okay. you know suckered into this. <laughs> that usually only happens, though, honestly. Like I'll do, I'll do research for businesses, but it, it generally only happens after I have given them other advice that works out like other good advice that they follow through with. And they're like, Hey, that actually worked. They're like, uh, actually, <laughs> since you, is, do you know what you're doing? It seems like you like, do. Like, did you get lucky? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so prove it. Uh, yeah, exactly. We're going to test this, <laughs> see if it works out. But, uh, all right, you've been doing research. So I read, I, I was reading in, uh, I was looking at fortune magazine. They do a top 100 companies to work for. Okay. Or something like that. Right. Yeah. It's definitely a hundred. It's too bad that uh, marketing management money was one Oh three. I mean, we were so close to Ooh, you're right. Next I, year. Next year. We got it in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stop. I will stop trying I'll, to derail. I'll, I'll give everything. us. I'll give us a better review next year. <laughs> oh. uh, for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, we really do get to business topics eventually. I thought you were going to say, "For those of you who are still listening, <laughs> thanks, oh. mom." I know, right? <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, so okay. Back to back to the nuts and bolts of this thing. So I was reading for, for the fifteenth time. <laughs> I, I was I'm reading sorry. on Fortune magazine. So they do a top one hundred companies to work for, and 
I decided that it would be a good idea to spend my free time in my waking hours compiling lists from the past few years of what companies have made it on the list. Right. And interesting. I, I, I looked at, I only looked at the top 20 companies. I didn't really want to go too too much deeper than that. Keep, keep in mind, this is my free time, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the problem is uh, I'm suspecting that these companies are huge, like Apple, Google, IBM. Oh, baby. Not one of those is on this list. Oh, right. Now, all of a sudden, I'm actually interested in this episode. I know. Okay. Don't, don't get me wrong. These are still huge companies. Okay. Right? These are massive, massive companies. But- um, Massive, massive. Put it into perspective. Like number well, of employees, revenue, okay. years in business, brand so, name. There's, there's one company that doesn't hit the billion dollar mark. And there are one, two, three more, com- four more companies on, th- this is a top 20 list. There are four more companies that don't hit the $2 billion mark. Okay. Everything else is above $2 billion. Okay. Okay. So good size companies. I decided to break these down. I, did, I didn't feel like there was a super clean cut way to, to look at these lists because let me give you a little bit of background information on what it is that Fortune Magazine reports on. Okay. okay. So they give all of the the company information. They give where they're headquartered, how many employees they have, uh, what industry they're in, year founded, yada, yada, yada. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they go into perks of the job, paid time off, compensation if they can get those numbers. And then they do satisfaction ratings of of various kinds as well as let's see what else here. Oh, okay. So then they so as part of their uh kind of more technical information, they give uh d- diversity percentages, which I thought was really okay. That, that to me was really interesting. I actually probably will look more into those numbers later. Okay. They look at hiring slash staffing, uh, things like that. Okay. So I decided to go through and find out. So I, I first looked at this from the perspective of from the last few years, which companies were on the list the most. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Cause I figure if you're, if you're on this list, everyone can get lucky. Yeah, exactly. But if you're consistent, then that probably means something. It, it sure means a whole lot more. Yeah, definitely. I was going <clears> to <throat> give them, I was going to go with the top three, but there was actually a tie for number one. Oh, okay. So the grand unveiling of which companies there are two, right? We're most frequently on the list, Cisco and Wegmans food markets. Wegmans. I've never heard of that company ever in my life. Yeah. I haven't heard of that either, but you got to realize. So they were on these lists. They've been on these lists 23 times. Dang. Right? Well done. Yeah. But see, one of the things that I realized several years ago is, you know, so we're out here in Utah and a lot of the major brands don't actually make it to Utah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so there, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, I'm not familiar with, but like East Coast of the U.S., you know, they're all over huge chains that I just, yeah. you know, I mean, there is a lot more population there. And, and then e- even still, like we get a lot of stuff that filters in from California and whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm not surprised that I haven't heard of Vagman's. Is Wait, that what? 
I don't know. I don't know how you say it. Wegmans. Wegmans. Yeah. Weg Wegmans. But Cisco, like the phone system. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Information technology is their interesty. <laughs> interesty. Industry. <laughs> They're in information technology, and I'm in speech therapy. <laughs> Good thing you're a podcast host. <laughs> okay, so but it but it's funny because I also looked at like what rank they were last year compared mm-hmm. to this year. Okay. Last year they were they were number six on the list. This year they're number four. That's really impressive, honestly. I know. I'm gonna quit this job. <laughs> <laughs> And then Wegmans food markets. I somebody please shoot us an email and tell me how to say that. It's like we we just got Trader Joe's a few years ago. <laughs> in and out has been here with you know. It just came into Utah within the last like twelve years, ten years. So you got to give me a little bit of a break. Help help me out. I need it desperately. <laughs> All right. So number three, uh, when we're looking at it in that way, is Edward Jones. Oh, right. Financial services and insurance. Dude, for a brief minute, I thought about working for Edward Jones. Really? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I got my degree in finance. Yeah. And so you're exploring options. Sure. And one of them that I was looking at was Edward Jones. And Mm -hmm. then I realized that uh, I don't actually enjoy uh, financial (laughs) planning. So you just decided to do it for everybody else anyway. No, I don't want to work for Edward Jones to do financial planning. I'm going to go be a business consultant to do financial planning for other people. Oh my gosh. You're showing your ignorance right now. Financial planning is like securities and those kinds of things. It's not. I used to work for uh, Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, dude. Did you really? Yeah. How did you hide that from me? I don't know. Because it's a it's a very maybe shameful it's with, place in my life. Maybe it's all that wonderful financial insight that you have that hit it so well. Right, exactly. That's why I don't work there anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was back in the day. Wow, interesting. Okay, keep going with the list. All right, so number four. Well, number three, since there was a tie for number one, American Express. Huh, interesting. Right. Okay. So Edward Jones has been on the list for 21 years. American Express has been on the list 20 years. So bring this in. Okay. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm listening to this episode. And I'm like, okay, there's some interesting, you know, trivia you're giving me, but I know, right. How do I use this? What, yeah. You know, what, what, what do I do as an entrepreneur to for you sure. know, so, make a better workplace? Why this matters. Why does anybody want to listen to this? I geek out on finance. You geek out on like data and information. Yeah. Research. Research. Yeah. And and like the average person is like, cut to the chase. Come on. Come on. Give me something I can use. Okay. So I went through and I looked at like all of the perks that they listed. And so perks are a big deal. Yeah. And then uh, you compare that to their satisfaction ratings that they offer. You know, what... Uh, what it is that they're saying about these, their, their employees are saying about these companies and the, the percentage out of a hundred that they, they give them on each of these statements. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really interesting how some of these numbers make sense and, or don't make sense. So for example, some of the perks that they have listed and, and this is for all of the companies that on these lists, this isn't so, so Cisco may or may not have some of these 
Wegmans, Edward Jones, uh, uh, Amazon, not Amazon, uh, American Express. I would be shocked if Amazon made that list. <laughs> I wouldn't want to live on this planet if Amazon made this list. Yeah. yeah. Uh, In their current state anyway. I mean, yeah. if they were a different company, sure, but... Uh, and anyway, I mean, I know they employ a lot of people, but I also know a lot of people that aren't super thrilled to be employed by them. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, they, yeah, they have 100% health coverage as one of the perks, unlimited six days, uh, telecommuting, job sharing, subsidized childcare, compressed work weeks, fully paid sabbaticals, uh, on-site fitness, on-site medical, um health insurance for part-timers, sick days for part-timers, college tuition reimbursement. Uh, I thought this one was interesting. Non-discrimination policy includes sexual orientation Hmm. as a perk. Okay. What is wrong with us in the world? (laughs) Why can't we, why can't everybody just include that? I feel like that's a basic common sense. Like you should have this, (laughs) but for some reason it's listed as a perk. Yeah. Uh, like non-flogging is a perk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, oh, man, I don't want to go there. So yeah, the, you can kind of see what they are, what they're offering there. Right. So then, then they go through and they ask a bunch now, of, no, 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 hang on before you jump, because this is something that is super important. Sure. When I consult with businesses, uh, I hear so often, oh, well, I can't compete with someone like American Express. Right. You know, they, I can't put a gym in my, you know, in my building. Right. Ooh, I'm so glad you're asking this. And, and so I look at this and I'm just like, all right, what can you do? Right. And there are so many options that you as a small business can do. Uh, the, the first thing that I want to point out is perks make a difference a huge difference. Right. And so if you're solely looking at salaries and benefits, you're missing so much, especially some of the more affordable things that you can do. Yeah. You know, like people need flexibility in their lives. And so if you can offer flexibility, boom, that's a perk. I'm shocked at how many people want to work really weird hours, mm. you know? And I'm like, if you can offer it, do. Not everybody wants an eight to five position. Yeah. And so if you're like, hey, guess what? If you prefer to work 10 to seven, that's okay. And that little switch right there, you're going to get better productivity. You're going to be able to track better talent, you know, and does it really cost you now in some industries, there are time, you know, you open and you close at a certain time, Sure. but other industries there, and there are other ways to offer flexibility. Yeah. No, I, I love, I love the direction that you're going because that's exactly where we're headed, my friend. Oh, okay. 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 So yeah, I'm just getting excited with the data. I know. I know. I know you nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh, if we look at some of these satisfaction ratings, so they'll, they'll ask them or they'll give them a statement and then uh, they take the percentage of, of how many of their employees agree or disagree with this, right? Okay. To what extent, I guess. Okay. And then they give, they give an overall satisfaction score as well. So mm-hmm. we'll get into that. But some of these statements are, uh, when you join the company, you are made to feel welcome. I am proud to tell others I work here. I feel good about the ways we contribute to the community. 
Customers would rate the service we deliver as excellent. Management is honest and ethical in its business practices. I am given resources and equipment to do my job. Our facilities contribute to a good working environment and so on and so forth. Right. Mm-hmm. Dude, those are some good questions. So, and these aren't obviously all, all of them, uh, especially at the beginning. These are, these are some of the more uh, well reported on numbers. Yeah. Right? But nonetheless, they, they kind of allude to the same thing that you were talking about, which is there are different things that you can do to make your employees want to work for you. Well, right? I love the question. Management is honest and ethical. Yeah. And again, one of those things that's like, <laughs> huh, should be commonplace <laughs> and uh, not a perk, but apparently. Yeah. But dude, if you, if you <laughs> offer sexual orientation and you are honest and ethical as a business owner, Man, you're going to have some good talent coming your way. <laughs> but, you know, good. I, I, I look at this and I think that uh, not only does it need to be there, but it needs to be transparent. And to be honest and ethical as a manager, as a boss, as a CEO, you know, it, it requires that people trust you. Not just, you can't just do the right thing. You have to do the right thing and have people trust that you're doing the right thing because they know that you're doing the right thing. Yeah. You know, and so I, it, it's an interesting way to really look at, you know, job satisfaction of, you know, if you're kind of trying to fudge the line and if you're always, you know, because... Oh, that can be so I, frustrating for employees. Well, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, I just saw what you did to him. What are you doing to me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and, and that's where my mind goes. Well, is, and, and if I'm honest and ethical as an employee and my manager or my boss or the owner is doing that kind of stuff and, and I, he asked me to do a job, he or she asked me to do a job and, and I do it and they're like, yeah, actually we're going to do this. It's like, dude, I just put my heart and soul into doing this the right way and you're going to be an idiot and, and cut corners, cut corners and, and do yeah. things like shady. Like, no, forget that. I'm not, I don't want to be part of that. That's so frustrating. I've experienced that and I hate it. Yeah. Ooh, that's so good. That's so good. Okay. I hate it when my honest employees don't want to cut corners with me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, okay. So um, it's, it's really interesting though, because we look at some of these uh, percentages, right? Obviously, these, these are all really, really high percentages because these are companies who've been on this list multiple times. And I, let me, let me back up here. And this is what I was going to get out earlier. But if, if we look just at the 2020 rankings, mm-hmm. uh, Hilton came in at number one, ultimate software came in at number two. I've never heard of them. Uh, and then Wegmans, Wegmans food markets came in at number three and Cisco came in at number four. Hmm. So, uh, but if you look at their, so then you go back and you look at their overall uh, satisfaction scores. Mm-hmm. Hilton, number one in 2020, had a 96% overall satisfaction score. Ultimate Software, who came in at number two, had a 97% overall satisfaction. Hmm. And so if, you're, if we're just strictly looking at these satisfaction statements, it, it's clearly not giving us the full picture. Right? Sure. What, while... 
And I want to make that clear that while these things that are listed here are feel good, cute, fluffy kinds of statements and things you get to report on, it feels good. As a business owner, you want your employees to say those things. You want you want that to be the environment. You want that to be the the atmosphere mm-hmm. in in this work in the, in your workplace. But if that's all you're striving for, you're missing the mark, mm. right? And that that's what I'm getting at. Is like it's more than just what you offer in terms of like you're saying. It's more than what you just offer in terms of compensation. It's more than what the culture is. It's more than what you offer in perks and benefits. It's it's this combination it's a package salt the whole is greater than the sum of its parts mm-hmm. there you go yeah took me a second yeah <laughs> but no that that's that's interesting yeah. so so and a lot of this breaks down to common sense but we all know that common sense is not common uh you know you got to take care of your employees but you do have to pay them a livable wage and it's sad when you see these small businesses that you know, their business structure is just such that they struggle to pay, you know, the high competitive wages and they have yeah. turnover, but not negative turnover. It's positive turnover. People uh, keep moving forward and progressing their career. And I, I mean, I guess it kind of depends on what your goals are, because that's that's a pretty cool thing to do is to help people, you know, further their careers and, yeah. and you know, have your you know, your business be uh, one of those vehicles that makes that happen. Yeah. Um, But it's also challenging when you have to restart every couple of years because, you know, once someone really starts getting good, they move on to something, you know, that's, that's a little bit bigger. And, uh, and well, that's happening at large in, you know, in the world where, Small businesses are struggling to keep talent because as a small business, it's really hard to have, you know, competitive wages and competitive benefits and things like that. Yeah. Well, and one of the, you know, you, you look at like what ways can you as a small business stand out mm-hmm. to these employees, your would-be employees, right? The, it, or it's, it's a lot the same way that you look at what your customers want, Right. Mm-hmm. You talk to your customers, you figure out what they, what's important to them, what matters to them. Uh, you AB test a little bit. The, is, you take the same approach with, with your employees. You freaking actually talk to them. Holy crap. Who would have thought? Oh my <laughs> gosh. Well, I could go on and on about that. But if you, if you don't take the time to figure out, to, to ask your employees to figure out, have a conversation with them, take them to lunch. I don't know, but figure out what's important to them and then figure out, okay, if this is the type of person that I want, then, and, and that seems this one thing seems to be consistent among these three, these three people that are like that. And I want more of that. How can I, how can I appeal to that? Sure. But let me, let me jump in with something. Um, You can do all of those pieces, but if you don't have a pathway to promotion, you're not going to be able to promote from within. So, sure. you know, like sure. if you and, – and this is exactly how I would lay out the pathway to promotion. Look at your payroll and say, is there a logical progression or is it huge jumps? You know, 
Do you, yeah. Do you have a situation where someone's going to go from making 15 bucks an hour and then the next step is a $70,000 salaried position? Yeah, right. Because they're not going to feel comfortable with that. They're like, uh, I went from entry level and now I'm supposed to be, you know, middle management. And, and so, yeah. like, <clears throat> if you want to promote within, then you need to have a pathway to promotion. You need to have it where it's like, okay, you know, you can go from the $15 an hour entry level to the $20 an hour, you know, uh, floor supervisor to, you know, now you're, uh, you're going to be a, uh, you know, like a $40,000, uh, you know, kind of like junior staff, whatever it is in, in your company to the $70,000, you know, middle management and, yeah. and, and, and like, and progressing forward. And, and, and I think, you know, and, and I don't know. I don't know how much you wanted to, you know, delve into this. We could we could really spend a, a lot of time, and and I know that we need to uh, we need yeah. to kind of just wrap up on a couple key points here. Yeah. Um, but as I'm looking at this, I am going back to that thought of you know the common sense, where it's like if you want people to work for you and be happy, uh, you know, golden rule: treat others how you want to be treated. Oh yeah. Uh, don't, you know, don't do this arbitrary favoritism. Don't, uh, you know, don't be stingy. Don't be greedy. Like, honestly, think of what your mom tried to teach you when you were little Yeah, and implement that in your business. Yeah. I love that. Honestly, there were so many times throughout this research that I, like my mind kept going back to the book, The Speed of Trust. Okay. And I was just like, man, if, if that's how people could interact, you know, make transactions essentially mm-hmm. as whether that's actual trans business transactions or whether that's personal interactions. I don't know. I just feel like things would be a lot better off if we would just take care of each other a little bit more and operate on that premise of, Hey, I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. Yeah. And I'm not going to tromp all over you and your territory. At- and, I'll and respect you if you respect me. That right there is the note we are going to wrap up on is just respect people, care for people. Business is good, but it's only great when, you know, people are are enjoying it. Uh, the The funny thing about business is everyone can win. You oh, yeah. You don't have to have winners and losers. You can have it to where yeah. everyone wins. And so... You know, if if you're the, if you're the you know the woman in charge or the guy in charge, take care of your people. If you're climbing that ladder, uh, let them know. Give them some feedback. Tell them, hey, these are the things I like. These are the things I don't like. You know, honest, open, and uh, and so yeah, I love uh, that. I I appreciate you doing the research on that because yeah. that gave us a uh, gave us a great topic to discuss today and uh, and so we're gonna go ahead and let you guys go. Thanks for tuning in. We love having you, yeah. and uh, we will catch you at the next episode. Take control of your business today. Go to LearnDesk.us and search Marketing Management and Money for the small business insights you've always wanted. Be sure to stay tuned for new episodes on the first and third Wednesdays of every month. And make sure to subscribe to be notified when we release bonus content such as interviews and short discussions. 